walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Walk 
walking in the truth, praying for our youth, heaven bent, supporting one another, a living faith is what this life promotes, committed to press on, reaching life, forgiving one another, while staying on our knees, for it's God we aim to please, we are declared Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone joined the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Good morning, Sister Yvonne. And yes, God is good all the time. We have a wonderful and blessed day. You too. Thank you. Has anyone else joined the call would like to say good morning? Good morning, Susie. It's Deborah Evans. Good morning, Deborah Evans. Good morning. How are you? I'm fine, and how are you? Good, thanks. Good. Has anyone else joined the call would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Does anyone else join the call or would like to say good morning on this beautiful Thursday? Morning, welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? This is Cynthia. Good morning, Cynthia. Good morning. How you doing? I'm doing well, thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. How about you? I'm doing good. I'm doing great, good. Great. Glad to hear that. Thank you. You're welcome. 
Is anyone else joining the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Is anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? Is anyone else joined the call who would like to say good morning? morning. Welcome to Declare Victory. Has anyone else joined the call? Good morning. It's Barb out of Lodi. How are you today? Oh, good morning, Barb out of Lodi. I'm doing fine. Out of Stockton. (laughs) In Stockton, yep. You have a blessed day. You too. Good morning, Susie. It's Diane. Good morning. Good morning, (laughs) Sister Diane. Happy Thursday to you, too. Thank you. You're so welcome. Good morning, everybody. It's Edie, and it is Thursday, Diane, just in case. Bill was honeymooning. Hey, Susie. Dee Dee out of Richmond. (laughs) Good morning, Dee Dee out of Richmond. This is Susie from Richmond, now out of Stockton. (laughs) Hi, Dee Dee. Hey. (laughs) And who is that that joined in? Yeah, this is Luana calling from out of Oakland. And what is your name again? I hear some background noise. I can't barely hear you. Uh, Luana Meadows. Luana? Uh-huh. Noana Meadows? Uh-huh. Oh, and who invited you? Um, who invited me was her name was Tracy from Alameda Hospital. Oh, okay. She told me Tracy. to call. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Well, Noana, we're so glad that you joined us this morning. We know you'll be blessed. Okay. You have a wonderful and blessed day. You too. Thank you. Thank you. you. Good morning, Susie. It's Gwen Didi. Good morning, Gwen Didi. Good morning. <laughs> Anyone else like to say good morning? Mm-hmm. I did. Good morning. Good morning. Anyone else like to say good morning? Does anyone else join the call that would like to say good morning? Good morning. It's Sharon from Hayward. Good morning, Sharon from Hayward. Okay, well, before we do get started, I asked everyone to please mute your phones. 
And before I do get started, is there anyone else that would like to say good morning? Good morning, it's Nikisha. Hi, Susie. Hi, family. Oh, hi, Nikisha. Good to hear your voice. Good to hear you, too. Thank you. Okay, we, we, before we do move forward, we do ask that you mute your line so that we can proceed. And... Excuse me. Good morning. My name is Susie, and I am your hostess, and thank you for joining us here on Declare Victory. We are a prayer call that meets Monday through Saturday, starting at 6 o'clock a.m. Pacific Time, to edify, empower, encourage, and equip you in your walk with Christ. Please feel free to invite a friend so they can be blessed as well. Be sure to continue joining us throughout the month of October, where the monthly theme is Access and Authority. Our wonderful and gifted declarers will definitely bless you, and you do not want to miss out on what God has in store for you. We do have two announcements today. Ladies, please join us tonight and every Thursday night for Walk It Out Women's Call and that's hosted by Ms. Lisa Porter. They will be going through the book entitled Emotionally Healthy Spiritually. It's impossible to be spiritually mature while remaining emotionally immature. And again, that's by Peter Cesaro. And the call takes place from 6 to 7 p.m. Pacific time right here by dialing the same number tonight. You will be blessed. Next, we encourage you to partner with Declare Victory in giving in an effort to share the gospel both locally and abroad. We thank you in advance for the gift. Please visit DeclareVictory.org or PayPal.me forward slash DeclareVictory or cash app dollar sign I Declare Victory. And I'll repeat that. DeclareVictory.org or PayPal.me forward slash DeclareVictory or Cash App dollar sign. I declare victory. We pray many blessings by our Heavenly Father be returned to you for your giving and trusting in Him. Excuse me. The order of the call is prayer and corporate praise will be done by Dion. And the declaration will be brought by Beverly. Then we will go right into closing comments, hosted by the declarer Beverly. The scripture for today is from Ephesians 2 and 13. But now in Christ Jesus, you who formerly were far off have been brought near by the blood of Christ. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading and hearing of his duly word. I do want to say again that we do have a new member, Luana Meadows, and Tracy is the one that invited her. May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of his holy word. At this time, we do ask that you put your phones on mute until instructed to come off mute. I now pass the call to the prayer warrior, Dion. Everyone have a wonderful and blessed day. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Glory to the Most High God, who is great and greatly to be praised. Abba, this morning we come with sincere hearts, God, and our minds yielded to the truth of your greatness. God, we call you majesty this morning, and we thank you for another opportunity to get this thing called life right. We call you majesty this morning. We thank you, Father, for the activity of our limbs, the soundness of our minds, God, and even a desire to spend time in your presence this morning. We call it all manner of faith, God, that we can rest and trust in your promises for all of them are yes and amen. According to your word, it is written of us that every day you would be our beginning and our end. You would be our alpha and omega. God, this morning, we thank you that you call us friends. God, we're honored that you would give us the privilege to call you Father. We thank you this morning, God, that you've already orchestrated the steps of our day. And today we agree with heaven and what is written of us in your books. God, give us the wisdom to trust you in every area of our lives. Give us the will, Lord Jesus, to expect to manifest your promises here on earth. For your word declares, thy kingdom come. Hallelujah. Thy will be done in earth as it is in heaven. God, help us to be the instruments of your glory. God, we thank you this morning that we are glory carriers. We thank you this morning that you are the hammer. God, that you break up everything down on the inside of us that does not reflect you. We thank you this morning that you are the mirror. God, we bless you this morning that as we glean and come closer to you, for your word declares that if we seek you, we'll find you. This morning, we're searching for not your hand, but your heart, God. We thank you this morning that we can come authentically, God, with our flaws and all before your throne and say, God, you are our risen Savior. We thank you that your word is sharp and it's quick and it cuts going in and it cuts coming out, God, that every Everything that's not like you begins to be severed. We thank you this morning for divine relationships that keep us accountable to the truth of your word. God, we elevate your name above every situation, above every circumstance, above every emotion, above every idle eye. God, we thank you this morning that because you are Abba, because you are Jehovah Nisei, God, we wave your name, God, and call you great this morning. We elevate you above our everything, God, simply to tell you, you are majesty. This morning, we're praying for the nations. Hallelujah. We're praying for those that are lost and dying. God, we pray this morning for sons of a stranger. God, we thank you that you are the restorative God, that everything about you brings life and refurbishes, renews, refreshes, and revives. I pray for those, God, that don't know you in the pardon of their sins. I pray for those that haven't found that you are everything that they need. I thank you this morning. Glory to your name, God, that you are the great I am. I thank you this morning that our loved ones are subject to your will because we understand that in and through prayer and through relationship, you begin to restore things. We pray this morning for all of the children connected to this line. God, not just children, but grandchildren and unborn grandchildren. We pray for 
generations and we apply the blood of Jesus. I thank you that your blood is redemptive. God, I thank you, God, that it'll go into the darkest corridor and snatch our children out, God, all of them, that they would be aligned with the truth of your word for your word declares we've never seen the righteous forsaken nor his seed beg bread. I pray for everyone that might be struggling with addiction this morning and struggling, oh God, in their mind. I pray, Lord God, for mental stability this morning during this season and during this transition. And as we begin to operate and walk into the reset of this dispensation of living, I thank you, Lord Jesus, that even in our children, you're stirring up witty ideas and inventions. Even in our children, God, you're giving them a mind to trust you with their lives. I thank you for those that have not yet understood the power of the indwelling of the Holy Spirit and that he is leader and guider and he walks with us. He is comforter. He is friend. And this morning, I pray, oh God, that you would loose your power. God, that you would loose your power in our lives. God, to run Rashad in every area that's not in alignment, not just from us, but our children, our husbands, our friendships, our relationships, our business relationships. I thank you, Lord Jesus, for covenant. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that you are the God that provides. You are Jehovah Jireh. God, that you don't just provide the food that we need for the day. God, like you do the lily of the fields, you clothe them. Like you do the sparrow of the air. God, you give them to eat. I thank you this morning that nothing is lacking. Nothing is missing. Hallelujah. That every single thing that we need is inside of you. I bless you this morning, God, that even as I pray, there are things that are breaking off of minds, God, that people would walk in authenticity and in identity, not in what the world calls them or culture calls them, but God, that you've given them a name, that you've given them a place, God, but more importantly, that you've given our heart a posture. God, fix our hearts, God. Renew in us right spirits in the name of Jesus. God, every area that we don't lean and depend on you. God, remind us that you cannot fail, that you've never lost a case, God, that you cannot blow it, that nothing about you is attached or connected to accidents. I thank you that Romans 8 and 28 declares that all things are working together for the good of them that love him and are called according to his purpose. God, I thank you that we are the call this morning. I thank you even for this watch hour this morning. I bless you this morning, God, that you are giving extended patience. God, that you are pushing us into and propelling us to a place of purpose. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that even what appeared to be our failures are working for our good. I thank you that even what appeared to be our losses is working for us. I thank you that every place of adversity, God, is working for us. I hallelujah. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that every single obstacle is attached to your promises. I thank you this morning for every rainbow that validates what you already said. I thank you today for every single scenario, Lord Jesus, that the enemy meant to attempt 
to come against us like a flood, you lifted a standard against him. I thank you that you get the glory out of everything that we are, out of everything that we go through. I pray this morning for our president, God. I pray this morning for his mind. I pray this morning for his family. I pray this morning for his cabinet. God, we pray for our government. And we ask, oh God, that you would be the king of kings as you promised you would. I thank you that while we're legislating in the earth, it's already been legislated in the heavens. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that every time you rest your gavel, it is final. I bless your name. And I thank you, Lord Jesus, that we don't adhere to the systems of the world, God, but that we would begin to transition and reset the kingdom systems, that our mindset would be kingdom. I come against every spirit of tradition and religiosity this morning. Break it in the name of Jesus. Be the hammer, God. God, begin to restore us to our natural heavenly state, God, for your word declares that we're seated in heavenly places, high above principalities. I thank you this morning, God, that because we rule in the heavens, we will reign here in earth. I thank you, Lord Jesus, that your word declares that we're just a little lower than the angels. God, help us to operate in our supernatural kingdom authority in the name of Jesus. I thank you, oh God, that as you're working out our soul salvation, God, give us a mind to trust you in and through all things. God, I pray this morning for marriages, God, that you would begin to bind them up in love. God, that you would begin to mend broken hearts, God. Every area of absence, every area of lack, God, that you would mend it like nobody can but you. I pray this morning for single hearts. God, you said that you would keep us if we were willing to be kept. And so this morning, we thank you that you are the great keeper. We thank you, Lord God, that you're even the gatekeeper. Hallelujah. We thank you, God, that doors are opening and some are closing that no man can open. God, begin to walk us down the path that is narrow and right in trusting and believing that your promise is sure and amen. God, I thank you this morning for every pastor, leader, teacher, God, in their dishevelment, in their displacement. God, that you're even giving peace and innovation and creativity. I thank you this morning for those that are still holding on to the plow. And this morning we pull on the very horns of the altar and we call you Abba. We call you the full solution, the solution for brokenness, the solution for calamity, the solution for sickness, the solution for struggle, the solution for strife this morning. Hallelujah, God, you are our great solution. And so this morning, hallelujah, as we open up our mouths and we begin to agree with what you've already said about us for today, God, we agree with heaven. We agree Thank with you, heaven. Lord Jesus. We agree hallelujah. with heaven this Thank you, Somebody to help us to introduce 
for visiting us. And we'd ask, oh God, that you would help us to govern ourselves according to your love for us. Hallelujah. To govern our day according to your love for us. Help us to recognize your love. Help us to be mindful of the reality that Everything you are, we have on the inside of us. Help us today not to settle, Father, but to expect your power, your super to rest on our natural, that someone else would come into the knowledge of Christ. In the matchless name of Jesus, I declare what has already been decreed. Amen, and God, we bless you. As I pass the call to Ben. Good morning, and uh, glory be to God. That was such a a powerful prayer, and I was wondering if I was going to be able to get through it. I just thank you, Lord. I thank you, God. Um, I think, declare victory, I thank all the victors. And um, know that uh, you are all loved. Amen. I ask, Father God, in the name of Jesus, I ask that you open up um, my heart, Father God. And I pray, Lord Jesus, that you pour into me so that I can exhale you and only you. I thank you, Father God, for all that you are about to do in the victory that that is going to be won. I thank you, God. Hallelujah. God will answer prayers. God will answer prayers. 
and ask him to walk with me. Walk with me, Lord. Walk with me. Walk with me, Lord. Walk with me. While I'm on this tedious journey, I ask you, Jesus, to walk with me. Hold my hand, Lord. Hold my hand. Hold my hand, Lord. Hold my hand as we're on this tedious journey. I ask Jesus to walk with us. Thank you, Lord. God will answer prayer. I'm going to be coming from 1 Kings 18, 22 through 24. And we're also going to hit uh, 36 through 40. Uh, pray with me. First Kings 18, 22 through 24. Then said Elijah unto the people, I, even I only, remain a prophet of the Lord. For Baal's prophets are 450 men. Let them therefore give us two bullocks and let them choose one bullock for themselves and cut it in pieces and lay it on wood and put no fire under and I will dress the other bullock and lay it on wood and put no fire under. And call ye on the name of your God and I will call on the name of the Lord and the God that answers by fire, let him be God. And all the people answered and said, it is well spoken. And it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and of Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel and that I, and I am thy servant and that I have done all these things at thy word. That was verse 36. I'm going to 37. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that thou art the Lord God and that thou hast turned their heart back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, the Lord, he is the God, the Lord, he is the God. And Elijah said unto them, take the prophets of Baal, let not one of them escape. And they took them and Elijah brought them down to the brook, Kishon, and slew them there. Here in the text, God's anointed and appointed prophet Elijah if your biblical memory uh, of him serves you a side dish of accelerated amnesia, let me hurry up and remind you of the many obligations and observations that God brought him through. God chose Elijah as prophetic vessel to venture among men to speak things that he has commissioned Elijah by a way of divine proclamation. God commands him 
to speak to a nation that's drowning in immorality. And Elijah was not to compromise the word, but the word of God was to be given with the spirit of concern, compassion, and kindness, which some among the congregation of Israel would take his kindness for granted. Here was a man of God who received no desirable compliments for his ministry set forth by God. But in the midst of disorder, he kept his concentration on the hills from which cometh his help. He kept his eye on the coexisted one and remained committed as he combated the enemy of rebellion amongst Israel, while never relaxing to courageously communicate God's word. Elijah didn't allow confusion to detour his motives in order to fulfill the predestined will of God. Here's what I'm trying to say. In the onset of this chapter, the great prophet Elijah was standing before the false prophets as just one man remaining valid, effective, and unaltered standing for the Lord. Repeatedly in the word of God, we read of the power of the life of this one man whom God used to decongest Israel from their sins. Elijah the prophet was a man of favor, and this verified. This is verified by the summary of his life. On three occasions, God provided him a meal. Listen to this. Once by ravens, who plucked food from his enemy Jezebel's table three times a day and fed him. Again, a small cake and something to drink by a widow who was preparing her last meal for her and her son and had on her agenda that was their last meal, and then they would die. But Elijah told her to take the meal and cook him a bite first, and God will supply the rest. And she was blessed because she acted off of her faith. And finally, he was fed by an angel in a mountain where he fled because of depression. He was feeling down because of the people of God had turned a deaf ear to his word, will, his way. I tell you, that God has favor on his life by confirmation of some miracles. Dropped. Rain was shut up for three and a half years. You can find that in uh, uh, 1 Kings 17 and 1. Meal and oil multiplied. 1 Kings 17, 14. Sacrifice consumed by fire. 1 Kings 18, 38. Captains and men slain by fire, Second Kings 1 and 10, miracles. Child restored to life, First Kings 17, 22, miracle. Rain brought down, First Kings 18, 41, miracle. Water of Jordan divided, Second Kings 2 and 8. Elijah the prophet's public ministry as a prophet would last for a span of about eight years. Moreover, Elijah was not only a man of plight, but also had a prosperous prayer life. And his targetable, temper, and toughest task was to face Ahab, whom have caused the children of Israel to be led astray because of his tainted, traumatic, tenuous leadership as And it had been uh, three and a half years since he seen King Ahab, after praying to God to shut up heaven's floodgate and cause the land to dry up, making it hard uh, for people to live environmentally, 
Again, this predicament that everyone's in is because they have abandoned God and abolished the ways of righteousness and have decided to follow an idol God called Baal. So let's unwrap this message to see what we can discover. The confrontation of his ministry, 1 Kings 18, 1 and 2. And and again, it says, and it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, go, show thyself unto Ahab, and I will send rain upon the earth. And Elijah went to show himself unto Ahab, and there was a sore famine in Samaria. So in the year that Ahab reigned as king, Elijah prayed to God to shut up every raindrop from heaven for three and a half years because of the nation's immorality. And during the three and a half years of drought, Elijah had to live in God's witness protection program. His life was in danger because of the wicked ways of Queen Jezebel, who was so angry that Elijah had brought God's message to them saying, there would be no rain. She was so angry, she was mad. She was ticked off, and she took her anger out on all of God's prophets, insomuch as she began to send her people through the land killing God's prophets. But she honestly had uh, that hostility enclosed her to have Elijah killed off as well. But God protected, sealed, saved, and shielded him from all that harm and danger. Ahab set up a search committee to find Elijah, but God kept him covered. I can imagine that as each day would pass, King Ahab and Jezebel must have grown mad, more mad, more mad, more mad with Elijah. They couldn't understand. So as they searched everywhere for him, they sent servants to the surrounding countries not cities, countries, and ask if they had seen Elijah. When they said no, Ahab made them promise that they had not seen him. And then the day came when Elijah bumped into one Ahab's servants called Obadiah. (laughs) Elijah commanded Obadiah, who feared God, to go and tell Ahab to meet with him. But Obadiah stated, (laughs) And if that Ahab knew that I bumped into you and you didn't and didn't apprehend you, he gonna kill me. So Elijah didn't put him in harm's way, but assured him that God had his back. So Obadiah goes on to setting uh, setting up the meeting, and he was successful. He was covered. Elijah was getting ready to face the power of sin and Satan face to face. However. He wasn't going to stand alone. God stood with him. God was trying to speak to man uh, through the three and a half years of drought. So he sends Elijah to challenge the worshipers of uh, Baal. And Israel was guilty as well as putting God on the back burner for a God of whom they believe was a meteorologist God of weather control. They really should have been ashamed of themselves. They honestly believe that Baal predicted low humidity, windy conditions, snowfall, sunshine, rainfall, and the purest whiteness, beauty of the moon adorned for the arrival of her room. But they soon discovered 
no matter how much they prayed and begged Baal, he wouldn't answer. And sin reigned in all of his hallucinative compassion. <laughs> they had the nerve to turn on God. After all, he's brought them through uh, to serve a God that couldn't answer not one prayer. And the sad thing is Ahab is sitting back as king of the people and not saying anything. Can you imagine that? He's back there sitting in his chair, all kicked back. Maybe with a cigar in his hand. (laughs) So Elijah is getting ready to pull his collar on his royal garment that costs more than his leadership was worth. Ahab's leadership wasn't worth two cents in play money. And this brought confrontation between Elijah and Ahab. Whenever Elijah caught up Ahab. Ahab declared with clarity that Elijah was confrontational, messy, and was not to be trusted. He also hinted that Elijah was a troublemaker. <laughs> Look who's calling the kettle black. Can you believe it? <laughs> and it came to pass, First Kings eighteen seventeen, when Ahab saw Elijah, that Ahab said unto him, Art thou he that troubles? Israel, Ahab was easily the worst ungodly king that Israel ever had. Yet he did not hesitate to blame the godly prophet Elijah for the problems of Israel. If Ahab would at least stop the active persecution of the people of God, God would relent in the drought. But the wicked king of Israel found it easier to blame the godly prophet. Now, according to his theology, it made sense for Ahab to blame Elijah. Ahab believed in Baal, so much so that his government promoted and supported Baal worship and persecuted the worshipers of Yahweh. Ahab believed that Elijah had angered the sky god Baal, and therefore Baal would ill reign. Ahab probably thought that Baal would... uh, hold back the rain until Elijah was caught and executed. Instead, Ahab should have turned to the word of God. Deuteronomy 28, 23, and 24, where it is promised that drought would come to a disobedient Israel, which brings us to our next point, the challenge, the challenge of his ministry. 1 Kings 18, 36 through 40. Then it said Elijah unto the people, I, even I only remain a prophet of the Lord, but Baal's prophets are 450 men. Mm. Thank you, Lord. So Elijah here was challenging King Ahab, who was leading Israel away from God. God and Elijah, the prophet of the prophets of Baal, had a showdown on Mount Carmel. His purpose was to come back and pray for rain to show back up because God was ready to give them another chance to get their lives right despite the ways they treated him in the past. They didn't deserve it, but that was just the beginning. God was going to do more than bring the people relief from the drought. To do that alone wouldn't have been much help to the idolatrous people of Israel. They would have had no rain. 
they would have had rain, excuse me, but they still would have been mirrored in the, their sin and they would have perished. So God planted, planned a showdown on Mark, Mount Carmel to open their eyes to their folly and to show them that he is the only God. He was going to show them that he was the only God that they should be serving. So Elijah challenged King Ahab, hear this, hear this, to gather the idol, 850 prophets, prophets of Baal and Asherah for this meeting at Mount Carmel. Please note that 450 of the prophets served the false god Baal and the other 400 prophets served false god Asherah. I'd set it up like this because it was important to confront and eliminate these prophets of Baal before God sent rain to the land of Israel. It was crucial that everyone understand that the rain came from God, Father, Yahweh, not from Baal, nor Asherah. So the condensability of his ministry. So and it came to pass at the time of the offering of the evening sacrifice that Elijah the prophet came near and said, Lord God, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that thou art God in Israel and that I am thy servant and that I have done all these things at thy word. Hear me, O Lord, hear me, that this people may know that thou art the Lord God, and that thou hast turned their back again. Then the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice and the wood and the stones and the dust and licked up the water that was in the trench. And when all the people saw it, they fell on their faces and they said, the Lord, he is God, the Lord, he is God. And Elijah said unto them, take the prophets of Baal, let none of them escape. And they took them, and Elijah brought them down to the brook Kishon and slew them there. <laughs> now the showdown begins, 850 to 1. Elijah said, you take Baal, and I'll take the Lord God of Israel. The one who answers by fire, he is God. He could use uh, more of that sort of courage. We could use more of that kind of uh, courage today. We need a little less talk and a lot more action. Now, there comes a time when we, when talk is cheap. The people of Israel were halting between two opinions. We think maybe our God is God, or maybe Baal is God. Maybe we can mix the two somehow. A little of this, a little of that. Elijah said, no. Now the time has come to make up your mind. The prophets of Baal cut up a bull and laid the pieces on the wood. But Elijah would not let them set it on fire. Now, ask of Baal to light the fire for you. He encouraged, excuse me, he encouraged the prophets of Baal and Asherah to entertain whatever they thought they needed to do in order to encourage Baal to send fire from heaven. They carried on for hours calling out, oh, Baal, answer us, answer us. But nothing happened. At noon, Elijah began to tease the false prophets. Shout it out. Surely he is God. <laughs> Perhaps he is in deep thought or busy or traveling or something. Maybe he's asleep. <laughs> he's not answering. <laughs> First Kings, Kings 18, 27. And it came to pass at noon that Elijah mocked him. 
and said, cry aloud, for he is God. Either he is talking or he is pursuing or he is in a journey or pre-adventure. He sleepeth and must be awakened. When Eliza suggests that perhaps Baal is busy, he uses a Hebrew word, journey, that is, has a variety of meanings. Some say that the word means that he's gone off hunting or something. Others suggest it means that he's gone to the bathroom, <laughs> taking a break. And if so, that's quite an insult if you think about it. Traditionally, Elijah is a mountain man. So he's not afraid of embarrassing people. He'll say anything that comes to mind. So now, becoming somewhat frantic in their ritual, the false prophets began shouting more loudly and following the ritual custom of cutting themselves and letting uh, blood flow. This was a symbol of self-sacrifice, which they hoped would arouse their false god, Baal, to take action. Note that the mutilation of the body, cutting of oneself, to let the blood flow was prohibited by the Lord. You can find that in Leviticus 19:28. Even after all that, no fire falls from heaven. And mark yourself up, cut yourself, bleeding, nothing's happening. How interesting to have a God who won't answer in the time of need. After all this, Elijah takes center stage and breaks down uh, the old altar offered unto Baal and rebuilds an altar unto the Lord, digs a trench around it and orders that water be poured over it. Mm. He used 12 barrels of water and all to make sure that the sacrifice is soaked through and through and the ditch around it is running over. Then Elijah prayed simple prayer. He got down on his knees and prayed to the Lord God to show the people who was God in a tremendous, miraculous demonstration. He, who was God, would make fire fall from heaven. As soon as he finished praying, the fire of the Lord fell and consumed the burnt sacrifice, the altar, and even the water. And with that turning point, the people worshiped the Lord and shouted, the Lord, he is God. The Lord, he is God. Then in obedience to Elijah's command, they slaughtered Baal's prophets. It was a hot hour. Everyone knew God's hand was upon Elijah, but Elijah is not permitted to enjoy the mountaintop experience long. However, as soon as Queen Jezebel hears what happened, she sends Elijah a message saying, you have killed all my prophets. By this time tomorrow, I'm going to kill you. The great point that we should understand here is that the people deserved to have fire come down and consume them. They had rebelled and sinned against the Lord serving Baal. The wages of sin is death. And when Elijah asked them if the Lord was God, they had remained silent. In spite of irrefutable proof, they had proof. It was right in front of them that the Lord was God given in the three and a half years of famine. They as a people refused to acknowledge God before Elijah. When he asked if the Lord was God, they did not answer. They were not moved to serve and praise God. Those, the people obviously deserved deserve the death of that fire from heaven. If 
they would have been obedient and heard and listened to God, they would have been able to have the rain come out of the drought and, and understand that Baal was not God. When we should identify that in many places in the scripture, the people deserved it, but it didn't. It consumed the sacrifice that Elijah had prepared. The fire from heaven represented God's wrath and his anger against sin. Glory be to God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. The consolability of his ministry, the challenge of his ministry, and the confrontation of his ministry. Now, favor. God showed and answered for the prayer. They received the rain. We just thank you, Father God, in the name of Jesus, for all that you have said, all that you have shown us, Father God. I pray that ears were open, they were removed from over the eyes, Father God, and their ears were inclined to hear you. I just thank you right now in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. You can uh, take your phones off mute, and if there was anyone who uh, didn't get a chance to say good morning, um, you can say good morning right now. Good morning, Mr. Chantel. Good morning, Chantel. Good morning, Miss Sunshine. Sunshine, good morning. Good morning, it's Miss D. Hi, Miss D. Good morning, it's Krishanda. Krishanda, good morning. There was somebody else I didn't hear. Good morning, it's Carla. Carla, good morning. Good morning, it's Natasha. Good morning, Natasha. Morning, Bernice. Morning, sister. Good morning. This is Catherine. Good morning, Catherine. Good morning, Good morning, Dee Dee. Good morning, Dee Dee. I heard somebody else. Good morning, Mrs. Lavina. Lavina. Good morning. Good morning. It's Gloria. Good morning, Gloria. Good morning, it's Rochelle. Rochelle? Good morning. Rochelle. Good morning, Rochelle. Anybody else? Good morning, it's Patricia. Good morning, Patricia. Thank you, Lord. Morning, teacher. I love your sound. Thank you, darling. I love you, too. <laughs> and your sound. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Anybody have any comments or want to uh, uh, have share or maybe even impart? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Good morning, family. <laughs> Good morning. Good morning.
All right. Any comments? Yeah, Dion, I was listening to you, and um, I was writing down some of the stuff you were saying. You said 450 serve as a prophet or something, and, and you said another 450 serve as a, and I didn't get that part. They were um, they were both prophets. They were all uh, prophets of uh, Asherah or prophets of Baal. Okay. Yeah, anybody else? Good morning again. It's Rochelle. I just want to say great teaching. Um, I actually grabbed my Bible, almost wanted to sit Indian style just to listen. So great teaching. Broke it all the way down. Thank you. God bless you. Oh, thank you so much. God bless you. Look, I love that Indian style. I wish I could sit like that, though. <laughs> Only for a little bit. <laughs> right. I might be able to have one leg up, but the other one ain't happening. <laughs> Good morning, Beverly. Beatty, thank you. I, I agree with Rochelle. I'm at the at my little good little preschool uh, purpose because I won't call it a job, getting it ready for the babies. And I just thank you. That teacher sound. I almost did go sit on a we got a big world rug. I was gonna sit there because <laughs> I love your your sound. It's just so nice. The way you share, you have humor, but you're breaking it down. So I'm just, we need a uh, refresh in this season. So thank you, sis, uh, the twin. I love you guys so much. Thank you. Love you, too. Love you, too. And, um, you know, I love just breaking the word down, just trying to um, look to see that there is something. And I always ask God to show me something that uh, people can take away. They have a takeaway and something to ponder on. Sometimes, you know, when I, I realize that when uh, nothing is being said, it's more than likely is because they're pondering on the message and they're trying to figure out some stuff or whatever and bring it into their own world. Amen. Thank you, Dee Dee. Sister Dion. It's like, uh, you know, like a mother take a book and the child sit down and um, listen to the story, and that's how you do it. You, 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 get, you take the Bible and you all into the story like you're there with the people, and you just um, read it and break it down. And, it's, and so that's why it's so quiet, because we're listening to how you say it, and it's, it's really nice. Amen. Now, now y'all do know that's not Sister Dion that <laughs> shares. As she's going to try to hide in the corner somewhere, like a mental health patient, you might it. <laughs> no, no, that was Dion. You, that was you heard me say Beverly. I know the difference. That's I know. I heard you say right. uh, but everybody else keeps calling her Dion, honey. That ain't right. me. <laughs> look, 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 and I, look, I was, I was going to break it on down and say, hey, you know what, but she, she just, you know, she is a, Dion is a great mentor, you know, and she has helped us, you know, through this and this, like, I, I, I think seven, eight years, how many ever years it has been on this line or whatever, and she would, you know, have her little comments and those that know her, y'all know how she'll come at you. And, uh, you know, all I can say is never say never, because I said I wasn't doing it. And then she come back and say, ah, 
You know me. I know you. Yes. <laughs> yes. I'm sorry. So who yes. that gave the word? Beverly. This is Beverly Johnson. Beverly. Yes. Okay. Are you the one that played too? Am I the one that wet? Lead, lead, led the prayer. No, Dion led the prayer. Okay, that's where I messed up. I'm writing this down. Okay, sorry about that. No, no worries. Look, I don't mind, you know, getting props like Dion. <laughs> no, well, you did a good job, Beverly. You did awesome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Praise God. Praise God. Good morning, Beverly. I thank you for your declaration this morning. It was beautiful. Um, I like how you had brought out the fact that um, after um, the prophets of Baal um, had did all their little ritual and everything that they needed to do um, to call on him, to cut themselves and to do all these things before the people mm -hmm. um, and the people see that Baal didn't answer. <laughs> um, mm -hmm. And they had to change their mind. You know, and, and, and to just, you know, at that point, I'm just going to say it, you know, in, in today's time, you know, just to be like, hey, I don't want no parts of that. You know? Right. And, Amen. You know, it wasn't until, you know, Elijah began to pray and, you know, um, you know, and said what he said. And then they're going to say, oh, the Lord God, he is God. He is God. And a lot of times God will allow us to see things to help us to, um, you know, make a decision. As to you know what we're mm. gonna do, you know, express, you know, choose you this day who you're gonna serve, you know, the, yes, for me and my house, we're gonna serve the Lord, or we're gonna continue to walk sideways, or we're gonna continue mm. to try to have a mixture, and we see a lot of that in today, and in, in kingdomdom, and in the church, and in the body of Christ, where you know people wanna, you know. Stay straddled and have a little bit of this and a little bit of that and mix it together and call mm -hmm. it God. And God is like, no, this is the hour of separation. You're going to be for God. You're going to stand on this side or either you're not. And that's it. And that's all. And we see it. It's evident, you know, that these false gods, these idols, and these other things cannot produce for us the things that God wants to give us. But, you know, people mm. still want to hold on to that. But I just like how you brought that out. Thank you so much. And I'm going to go back and read through all of this and kind of like dig in a little more. Well, God, sisters, you just kind of came in on the back end of that and, and preached. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. That was pretty powerful. You know, if people would cut themselves and just mark themselves up to show, okay, look what I'm doing. Hey, my God, which was a little G, not the big G, not the real deal, not the fake and the phony and the false, but the real truth. God. Thank you, sister, for that. Thank you so much. Anybody you else? Got me about the shout and run. <laughs> <laughs> Amen. Go on and run, then. <laughs> yes. Yes. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Hey, Beverly Denise. That was an awesome. It was an awesome declaration, um, and and I um, piggyback off of um, who just spoke. It was very very good, and it was you can apply it practically to the way that the world is today. And and thank you so much for your obedience to God and and for doing what you do. 
and for giving us a message that is clear and that is on time. So thank you, sister. You're welcome. You are so welcome, Bernice. Um, you know, we have to look at the, the challenges that we, you know, have and the challenge of his ministry. Um, it was probably really tough without him even saying so because what it, he, he, it was 850 to 1 at the end. So then he broke that thing down. He said, look, let me show you what I'm getting ready to do. I put down the wood and I even poured water on it. I did even a step more than you did. Now what? Look at what my God, who my God is. <laughs> Hallelujah. He did more so than he told them to do. Hmm. Now, thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Hey, uh, one, one of the things I think I appreciated about your share, as much as Elijah had to do um, in an effort to establish some things, I hear the Lord say that even in our lives right now, this is a season of effortless victories. Mm. Like not, not just like zero elbow grease. Mm. All we gotta mm. do is remember even what has been done via our forefathers, the God of Isaac, the God of Abraham, right? And the God of Israel. There are some victories that are imminent for us where God is setting us up so that everything uh, looks like opposition, but is annihilated by the very fire mm. of God. And it's mm -hmm. a truth that even this morning when I prayed, mm. I kept hearing the fire of God. Mm. And I, I remember saying it. Um, and so when I heard you begin to teach, I was like, all right, Holy Ghost, you on that thing this morning. Yes. Thank you, Lord. That's what's up. <laughs> That's what's up. That's what's up. And you said something that is just profound, that God is setting us up. And so we walking through this journey, and he's holding our hand, and we have we have to believe and trust that God is getting ready to bring us out of this thing. He's going to bring us out. Whatever you're going through, he's bringing us out. And so the fire, which took control of everything, and it said it licked up the water. That's deep right there. <laughs> Whoa, that right there. Mm. So... You think that you just going through is is you're being set up, and then be careful in how you react and how you respond to all that stuff that you're going through. See, you might be going through something that somebody's looking at you and is in your face and and just pushing that button and pushing that button and pushing that button. It's how you respond. Go ahead and claim that victory when you don't respond in that fleshly way, because we want to. We want to cuss somebody out. But thank you, Dion, for that. We're being set up. Get ready. Because you're getting ready to be brought out. He's pulling you out of that thing. 
Glory to your name, Lord. <laughs> Thank you for my face ministry. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Mm. Thank you, Lord. Anybody else? I'm in agreement with what Dion just spoke. We are in the hour of the suddenly before it is off our tongue that God is bringing his people out and it's effortlessly if we just believe. Without wavering and without doubt, it is effortlessly. We will see what we say suddenly. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Praise God. So in this, there was Elijah challenged uh, King Ahab to gather those 850 prophets. And so like Dion said, God set it up like this because it was important to confront and eliminate those prophets of Baal before God can send the rain to Israel. <laughs> what it looked like to me would have been a cleansing. Thank you, Jesus. And it was it was was crucial that everyone understood where that rain came from. And it wasn't Baal nor Asherah. It was a setup. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. All right, is there anybody else? Okay, I'm trying to keep quiet at this point. I just I just want to say <laughs> I love Go ahead. Okay. I just want to say I, I love you. Praise God. Love you back. Who is that? Yeah. <laughs> well, amen. Okay. All right, Dion, did you, was that you who was coming in? Who was that? No, ma'am. I, I, I'm over here still with my mouth open trying to figure out who the love you, baby, is. Honey, who is that? <laughs> you know you got a long line to go through to get to that one. Right. You got to answer lots of questions, buddy. <laughs> uh, Mr. Beverly, if I'm not wrong saying this, maybe you have a secret admirer. How about that? Come on. Jesus. Sounds like it. Look at the security going. Who is that? Look at me. Hello? Down <laughs> yeah, Lord. Hi. Make your quick You, you know, know all Come about on. it. Yes. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Who does this? Jesus. I guess it's seven. All right. Uh, it's, okay. It sounded a little bit like LaBelle. 
Well, it is. The mystery admirer on the spirit. Oh, oh we're going to get that well in here. This part is crazy. Make yourself known. Make yourself known. Introduce yourself. Please. Well, it is. It is love, life, and victory. <laughs> come on, up come on, come on, come on, come on! Oh goodness! Declare Ooh. your love, declare your love! Come on, <laughs> make it happen. Oh. It sounded like Barry White. Did yeah? <laughs> My God! Okay, well, praise God for that moment. <laughs> Okay. There is yet hope. There is yet hope. Hallelujah. There is yet hope. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> ah, amen. All right. Anybody else? Good. Anybody else love me? <laughs> I love you, my sister. <laughs> Amen. 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 Thank you. <laughs> I love y'all. I love all y'all. Amen. Amen. Anybody else? Anything else? We wanna, um, have anything else to say? Amen. Well, if not, I believe that we have, um, there is Walk It Out tonight. Is that correct? Yes, ma'am. All right. And what time is that? Six o'clock with Lisa Porter. Six o'clock. Amen. All right. Walk it out with Lisa Porter at 6 p.m. All right. If there's nothing else, I just uh, uh, pray that uh, you all have a wonderful day. Um, a, and, you know, go in grace, go in God, and, and understand the challenges. Keep that in, in your mind today, that what your challenges are, and respond the way that God will have you to respond so he can bring you on out quicker. Amen. 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 Well, if there's nothing else, um, my day is going to go very well because somebody loves me. Amen. <laughs> Y'all have a wonderful day. <laughs> have a wonderful day. And, um, you know, God bless you. Love you. God bless you. Bye. Love you, too. Y'all have a good day. Hey, Beverly. Bur- 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 you got to wait for a second. Love you, too. I heard somebody you, say, hey, Beverly. Yeah, it's Dee. I just had to end the call with a little bit of Patty. Somebody loves you, baby. Hey, come on, man. Okay. Okay now. Okay now. That's cute. That's cute. Hey, now. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you, darling. All right. Don't nobody leak that. Don't nobody leak that. Keep that in house. Right. Amen. Amen and amen. Yes. All right. Amen, Yvonne. (laughs) Amen, Yvonne. I heard that, girl. (laughs) Amen. God 
God bless.